0: On the Northland Outdoors Radio Network, this is Northland Outdoors Radio. For the next hour, we'll give you the latest on fishing, hunting, and spending time in the outdoors all across the Northland. Welcome to Northland Outdoors Radio. Now here's your host, Brett T. Bone Amundsen. Welcome
1: to Northland Outdoors Radio. This may not be the The most productive time of the year, but it is an exciting time to be in the outdoors. Of course, a lot of turkeys are being chased around right now. There's ducks and geese all over the place. The crappie bite is heating up, and we're only about two weeks away from the Minnesota walleye opener. But the biggest fishing stories right now are coming out of the Dakotas, where two giants were caught recently. In North Dakota, a 51-and-a-half-inch pike uh, with a 22-inch girth was caught, and in South Dakota, a new state record smallmouth was caught and released. We've got both those stories coming up on this week's show. In fact, we're going to hear from the angler who caught that big smallie and find out what lake it was on coming up later in the show. Our friend Mike McFeely from WDAY in Fargo had the chance to talk to him earlier this week, and we're going to hear from Mike and that angler later this hour. It may be getting a little late in the year for shed hunting, although maybe not with all the late sightings of deer still holding their antlers. But there are some events coming up where you could enter your dog into some competitions that involve finding sheds. Tom Dockin will, will be with us to explain. But first, once again, ladies and gentlemen, we welcome the Northland Outdoor staff. Greg hey, Kaiser, hey, hey, hey. Ryan Peterson, and <laughs> Becca Clemens. Guys, how's it whoop, going? Whoop. Great. Good, we're here.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> well, that's, that's good to hear, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Uh, I thought that was you. You know, uh, it was kind of a sad week in Watertown, wasn't it, Becca? Yeah, the nationally acclaimed nature and American artist uh, Terry Redlin, he passed away
0: last weekend at the age of 78 years old. He uh, battled dementia for the past nine years, so he um, sold over a half a million prints of all of his paintings. And I looked them up because I'd never really seen them before, but they are completely gorgeous I mean cabins and deer and birds and just vibrant colors and they're just beautiful prints so
1: his work was unbelievable yes and uh you know it it seems like everyone who who uh, spends time in the outdoors uh you know has got one hanging on the wall you know yeah
0: you can totally picture
2: yourself in one of his paintings being out there so we we lost a true artist this past week
1: he worked with with uh, paint that had some lead in it. So there's some people wondering if maybe that played a role. I mean, the, the research doesn't necessarily show that that, that could cause uh, dementia or Alzheimer's, but there, mm. some people are wondering if there's a link there. But uh, yeah, he retired, what, in 2007? I think it was, was yeah. 2007. Yep, around there. And, um,
0: and it's kind time. of a neat story, too, about his uh, center that he built down there. I think mm-hmm. he was slated to build that in the Twin Cities and decided to take that back home. He was from Watertown, so he had that building yep. built there, and what a, what a cool tribute to him. A-
1: yeah, and it's his hometown, and he wanted to pay back South Dakota, because South Dakota gave him a scholarship, an art scholarship, and that's kind of how his career really got off the started. ground. And that center in Watertown is a really neat place, and Julie Ranum is the executive director, and she's actually gonna be on this show next week here on Northland Outdoors Radio to talk about how that center was built, how it came about, uh, and and a little bit more about Terry Redland himself. So uh, last Sunday, uh, Terry Redland passing away. A sad story, uh, not just in Watertown South Dakota, but, of course, all across uh, the Northland. Uh, Greg is with us. Greg, are you going to be chasing turkeys again this weekend? Yes. Are you hoping to exact a little revenge? Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes, it's been an adventure thus far, but uh, excited to get out and uh, enjoy some weather. It's been awful. <clears throat> so it's been tough to uh, get out and do any scouting, but hopefully it will be uh, a lot better.
1: Do you want to talk about your adventure so far? Oh,
0: uh, you know, it's turkey hunting. <laughs> uh, that's how it goes. We had a wonderful show. Uh, my wife is is uh, bow hunting, and we had an encounter and called one in and took a shot, and didn't get the bird, so it's a sad ending to a, an exciting morning. It was interesting because uh, I was trying to film it, and I had cards full on two of my cameras, and one wasn't on, so it was a disaster, a disaster. Um,
1: I'm going to film this. I'm going to yeah. have three different cameras rolling.
0: I was proud when I raced off after the turkey with the camera in hand. I was thinking, this is going to be awesome, and I look at it, and it says card full. Oh, Nothing. You like Sorry. fall to your knees. You're it's like, no. <laughs> it's like it never happened yeah turkeys
2: are evil
1: they are yes, they are they are definitely
0: frustrating and and uh also be keeping my eyes peeled because the morels will be not far
1: so i, I have heard uh just very limited accounts of them showing up in the northern part of uh, our listening audience but in the southern portion uh like say uh, southern minnesota i've heard of some of the big yellow ones have been making appearances
0: yeah, I've seen people back home in Illinois, and they're finding bunches.
1: Well, somebody there was a picture going around Facebook, I guess, of a, of a big yellow, and it was like a little girl holding onto it. The thing was like the size of her. Yeah. Nobody knows where what state it came from, but it was you know literally a giant. <laughs> I've, I've found some big ones, not quite that big, but uh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Uh, Brian, maybe we should be chasing big pike on Devil's Lake right now instead.
2: Yeah, um, unbelievable. A guy named uh, Nathan Lafleur from Devil's Lake, caught a 51 and a half inch pike while fly fishing in his home fishery of Devil's Lake. He was fishing from shore in a shallow bay, Um, caught it again, fly fishing with kind of a uh, a 10 pound test and uh, it had only about a five or 10 minute fight. So it wasn't one of those uh, super long fights and he let it go, uh, it would have been a state record. The state record was 48 inches, and it weighed 37 pounds, 8 ounces, and that was back in 68 on Lakes Kakawea. Oh, man. So, and it was, th- this fish, uh, this 51 and a half incher was, uh, had a, a girth of 22 inches, and they figured <laughs> it, was, it was probably pushing 40 pounds. Oh,
0: that's it's a wow. giant.
1: Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine, I mean, you hear about 40 inch pike, is kind of your benchmark, right, for, for big pike, trophy pike, and then you hear about those 44s, 45s, and you're like, wow, that is, that's a giant. 51 and a half. Yeah, Fifty-one and a half. That's, that's, a, that's, that's, that's not real. <laughs> is there? Is there? Did they build a nuclear power plant on Devil's Leg, <laughs> and we didn't hear about it?
2: It's well, obviously point. been eating good. Wow. Well, yeah, that's that's amazing. And, and he, he let it go for uh, to fight again another day and maybe grow bigger. So watch out on Devil's Lake there's a big fish out there.
1: It's yes, a big 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 northern pike. You can see pictures of uh, that fish as well as that state record smallmouth that we're going to talk about later in the show at northlandoutdoors.com. And whether you're around Devil's Lake, uh, the Flambeau River or any body of water in between, waterfowl are paired up and building nests and that brings us to
0: more than you ever wanted to know about
1: more than you ever wanted to know about nesting ducks. Nesting ducks. More than you ever wanted to know about. And maybe all of this is more than you ever wanted to know <laughs> about nesting ducks, but that's what's going on right now. And, uh, some of this stuff is kind of interesting if you're a waterfowl uh, geek like I am. You've probably been seeing pairs of ducks all over, in rivers, on lakes, small ponds, even drainages along the highways as they nest up and get ready to have little duck babies. But did you know... Question number one, how large is a mallard nest? Guys, is it A, 15 inches across, B, 4 inches across, or C, 8 inches across?
2: Becca. I'm going to go with A, 15 inches.
1: Greg. C, 8 inches. And Brian. Oh, I really got a bone up on my duck nesting.
2: <laughs> um, I'll go with 15.
1: <laughs> you didn't study duck nests <laughs> before didn't. the show? No, I just admitted that I need to, no, uh, though. Cr- the correct answer, Greg, is C... Eight inches, seven to eight inches wide, and they're uh, and one to two inches deep, which, if you think about it, seven to eight inches wide and only one to two inches deep, I, that seems small to me. Like mm-hmm. I would have guessed 15 inches. Yeah, that seems really small. Seemed uh, something a little bit bigger, but I guess if you think about the size of a duck and what they can sit on and keep warm. Anyway, uh, question number two Once a mallard nest is built, how long before the eggs are laid? Is it A, one to three days, B, seven to eight days, or C, Right after the hen watches Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> Greg. Wow. One to three. One, Brian. I don't know how they could fit a TV into that nest, so I'm going to go with... <laughs> screen. Uh, Seven-inch screen. <laughs> so I'm going to sure. go with B. B. And uh, Becca.
2: I'll go with B as well.
1: It's actually A. Greg is right again. One to three days. Once the nest is built, they're like, ah, let's get these eggs out of me. I'm, I'm ready to let's go. Let's do it. One to three days. Uh, the eggs are laid. Question number three, more than you ever wanted to know about nesting ducks. The mallard hen will lay an average of nine eggs. How long before they hatch? A, 28 days. B, seven to eight days. Or C, 54 days. Throwing a lot of numbers at you guys, I apologize. Brian. Well, it sounds like they're in a hurry to get this thing done, so I'm gonna go with B. Okay, Becca. I'll go with 57 days. And that wasn't one of the actual answers. Oh, 56
0: days.
1: (laughs) Close enough. And uh, Greg. 28 days. 28 days. You guys are uh, actually Greg. Geez, Greg is three for three. 28 days is the correct answer.
0: What's 20? he going to win? I was going to say, we don't even know I a hope prize some yet. some of those cheese balls left yes. over from lunch. we got a half a bag of cheese balls left for lunch
1: today. Yes.
0: That you bought. You're the winner. That Greg bought. Right.
1: You get to keep them. Mine. <laughs> Question number four. After hatching, how far will a hen walk her brood in search of water? A, the shortest distance to water possible. B, sometimes more than a mile to water that may not be the closest. Or C, it all depends on what her Aflac plan covers. Thank you very much Half (laughs) whack Get it because she's a duck Free plug She's a a duck Becca Uh, I'm going to say The closest water available Brian Uh, All the above Now I'll go with A A The shortest distance Of water possible And Greg B B is the correct answer Sometimes more than A mile to water That may not be The closest her ducklings is must just not be liking answer. her at all. Like, Come
2: on, Mom. <laughs> Enough already.
1: Well, do we want to uh, look at the scoreboard? Because Greg no. is whooping you guys. He is the king of the right ducks. Now, he's four for four. Bingo. Let's, <laughs> let's see how he can do. Question number five More than you ever wanted to know about nesting ducks here on Northland Outdoors Radio. How long is it until mallard ducklings can fly? Is it A, 50 to 70 days? b 14 to 21 days or c it depends on how close they are to the airport to the airport Mm -hmm. because they're flying yeah i got that one just flew in and boy are my arms tired. (laughs) brian
2: that originally flew over my head but i get it now (laughs) Uh, what was a again
1: 50 to 70 days Uh, let's go with a a and becca i'm gonna go 14 to 21 14 to 21 and greg b 14 to 21 he is human. He gets one wrong. Brian, you got that one correct. Fifty to, Way to seventy go, Brian. days. It was, it's a matter of time. Be
2: right.
1: How long till mallard ducklings can fly? Fifty to seventy days is a correct answer. That is more than you ever wanted to know about nesting ducks here on Northland Outdoors Radio. Greg is uh, probably still our winner. You get the cheese balls that you purchased. That we all
0: they're already in my drawer. Ate some out of.
1: <laughs> you knew you were going to win. <laughs> but coming up, you guys, I've got your chance to make up the difference. You're going to have the bonus round with running a foul of the law. <laughs> running a foul of the law is next on Northland Outdoors Radio. A chance for you guys to get back into the game and uh, make up that deficit to Greg. Don't forget to go to NorthlandOutdoors.com. There you can listen to any of our old radio shows. They're in the podcast section or the on-demand section. Uh, last week, we learned more than you ever wanted to know about camloops. According to the Kamloops Advocates website, Kamloops have no ties to the British Columbia Camloops Lake Rainbows other than the name. Our loopers are really a domesticated strain of West Coast steelhead. The Minnesota DNR first introduced to Lake Superior in 1976. So basically, Kamloops are a uh, stocked steelhead for anglers to fish for that they can take home. So if you want to learn more about that, listen to the uh, Northland Outdoors radio podcast at northlandoutdoors.com, plus Jamie Dittman had some tips for getting youth out into uh, the field for turkey hunting. If you're going to bring some kids out, Minnesota's in uh, in Minnesota, they've relaxed some of the regulations for getting youth involved into the, uh, the outdoor world, and turkey hunting is one way to do that. Jamie Dittman's got some tips on how you can bring kids out for a successful turkey outing. And one really interesting interview from last week was about the Zika virus, everybody's Hearing about this Zika virus. What is it? How is it transmitted? How worried should we be here in Minnesota, Wisconsin, the Dakotas, Emma Moore is a physician who is studying the Zika virus extensively right now. Uh, she's from uh, she's from Wisconsin, and we're gonna we talked to her. She had some very interesting things to say about the Zika virus, plus Lyme disease too. Uh, a lot of people frustrated with Lyme disease right now and getting it diagnosed and how to prevent it, things like that. So Emma had some great stuff. Emma Moore, uh, listen to her interview at NorthlandOutdoors.com go to the radio section at NorthlandOutdoors.com. And of course, you can listen to all our past shows and this show as well. If you miss any part of this show, you'll be able to listen to it again at NorthlandOutdoors.com coming up here in a couple of days. Usually by Monday, we have the uh, the shows up there at NorthlandOutdoors.com. You can see where you can listen to Northland Outdoors Radio all across the Northland on the Northland Outdoors Radio Network. A lot of the stations streaming the show live. So you can listen to it online. Too, on a number of stations at, a various, at various times throughout the weekend. I'm Brett Amundsen. Thank you for listening. More with the Northland Outdoors staff next as we're running afoul of the law on Northland Outdoors Radio. The green hornets caught more fish than you've lied about, Gustafson. How would you like this to be the sound of your alarm clock? Lakeshore Kings have your chance to spend weekends and weekdays in lake country with the unique opportunity to own and operate your own resort. Birch Haven Resort on Birch Lake near Hackensack offers sunset views from its sandy beach and comfortable cabins. And it's on the market at an extremely reasonable price. Contact Steve Leary or Preston Peters of Exit Lakes Realty by visiting lakeshorekings.com. That's lakeshorekings.com and begin your life at the lake today. Hey anglers, looking for a destination where walleyes, fresh air, and fish fries are a way of life? Look no further than the famous waters of Lake of the Woods. From dead and the Rainy River to the main lake up to the Northwest Angle. Here you'll enjoy the best walleye catch rate in the state. Maybe you'll pursue world-class sturgeon, pike, or muskie. Plus, you'll find lots of full-service resorts offering charter boats, delicious meals, and lots of Minnesota nice. Come experience the walleye capital of the world. Come experience Lake of the Woods. Catch the details at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. Hunting waterfowl around Lacquaparl is a Minnesota waterfowling tradition. Watson Hunting Camp is Western Minnesota's premier full-service waterfowl hunting camp. Stay in the Watson Hunting Camp Hotel or Bunkhouse and have dinner in the Watson Hunting Camp restaurant. Fishermen and campers are welcome. Watson Hunting Camp comes with RV hookups, live music, and drink specials. The Watson Hunting Camp bars open Wednesday through Saturday from 4 p.m. to close. Look for our billboard just north of Watson on Highway 7. For more information and directions, find us on Facebook or visit watsonhunting.com.
0: Is Northland Outdoors Radio. Alright, we're back here on Northland Outdoors
1: Radio. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Brett Amundsen, along with Greg Kaiser, Rebecca Clemens, and Brian Peterson here playing Running a Foul of the Law. These questions are worth two points. This is the bonus round, so you guys can get back and uh, make up that deficit to Greg Kaiser here on Northland Outdoors Radio. Running a foul of the law. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Running a foul. Foul of the law. Some of these reports come from the Minnesota Conservation Officers Weekly Report. Some are thankfully made up by us. Are these true or false? Conservation officer Kyle Quitschreiber of Black Duck was passed by a vehicle traveling at a high rate of speed. He was able to catch up to the vehicle and follow the driver for several miles at speeds ranging from 80 to 95 miles per hour. When stopped, the older male driver stated he just felt like he was 16 again enforcement action was taken. Is that true or false, Brian? I don't think he can take enforcement action. I'd say false. That is actually true. That is a true story. Who doesn't (laughs) feel like they're 16 again sometimes?
2: It was wacky enough where I should have thought it was true.
1: Conservation officer Dan Malinowski from Foston put this in his report. For some reason, for the first time this year, he had requests of assistance for putting in docks (laughs) Hey, we need to get our dock in. Call the CO up, would you? (laughs) Help us put the dock in. But the highlight of the week was the delighted squeal of a four-year-old boy excited to meet a conservation officer instead of the shunned state troopers and deputy that had also stopped at the same gas station. (laughs) Becca, is that true or false?
2: I'm going to say that's true. That is true. That is absolutely
1: true. The the troopers were not happy that the CO got all the attention at the gas station from the four-year-old all right running afoul of the law northland outdoors radio gary forsberg of pelican rapids reports fishing activity is picking up and the crappie bite is improving a crappie fisherman was encountered on a lake with a minimum size limit of 11 inches for crappies to keep he was trimming the tails thinking he could only keep fish under 11 inches so he's catching crappies that were over 11 inches, but he said, oh, this has got a minimum length of 11 inches. I better I better shorten up these fish. So he's cutting the tails off of them so they'd be under 11 inches. Is that true or false, Greg? <laughs> oh, I'm going to say true. It is true. Oh. <laughs> it is a true story. Wow. All right. uh, running afoul of the law, CO Troy Richards from Fergus Falls received an unusual complaint of a young lady stealing an egg from a goose nest in Fergus Falls. Decent video evidence by one of the complainants will bring the investigation to a close shortly. The video shows the woman sitting on the nest for 37 minutes before fighting the goose and finally running away with the one egg the goose couldn't protect. Is that true or false, Brian? Good God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, <laughs>
2: nothing surprises me, but that sounds... I'm going to say it's true.
1: No, oh, it's false. Uh, <laughs> I was on the fence. It's close. Yeah. There is a video of a woman stealing an egg from a goose nest in Fergus Falls. I just made up what the video showed. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting on it for 37 minutes. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, the next one, uh, running a follow the law is from Piers. <laughs> it's we Brian's were, favorite. We are waiting for CO this. CEO Paul Kuski <laughs> joined officers from... Uh, from uh, joined some other op- CEO Paul Kuski joined some other officers and an ATV work crew that patrolled Morrison, Mille Lacs, and Aiken counties. Trail activity was very high with almost 200 ATVers checked. Law compliance was very good with minimal enforcement actions taken. <laughs> from Piers, is that true or false? <laughs> uh, Becca,
0: I'm gonna say false.
1: No, that's true. Is it? They were on their best <laughs> behavior this week. Wow. It believe it or not. <laughs> and finally, uh, CL Leah Wyant from Mound received a call about a deer impaled on a residential fence. The conservation officer arrived at the home and found the deer to have been dead for a week and cut the deer off the fence. Is that true or false, Greg? Yuck. True. Yuck. It is true, ladies and gentlemen. I'm running a foul of the lot. Anybody keep score? We need somebody in here with like a giant dry erase board <laughs> that can just keep score for us every week here on Northland Outdoors Radio. Greg Kaiser, Brian Peterson, and Becca Clemens. Nice work, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you very much. You coming much. up, the angler with the state record smallmouth from South Dakota. How big was it? Where did he catch it? Mike McFeely found out, and we've got his interview with the angler coming up later this hour. Plus, Tom Dockin from Oak Ridge Kennels has tips on training your dog for sheds, and we'll talk about upcoming events with Nashda, the North American Shed, Hunt, Shed Hunting Dog Association. Thomas next on Northland Outdoors Radio. How'd it go?
0: Well, was mauled by a cougar, learned nothing about driving, and my Crystal Gale shirt was ruined. But other than that, it went fine. This is Northland Outdoors Radio. Oh, man, this is absolutely crazy.
1: Hey, anglers, looking for a destination where walleyes, fresh air, and fish fries are a way of life? Look no further than the famous waters of Lake of the Woods. From Bedette and the Rainy River to the main lake up to the Northwest Angle. Here, you'll enjoy the best walleye catch rate in the state. Maybe you'll pursue world-class sturgeon, pike, or muskies. Plus, you'll find lots of full-service resorts offering charter boats, delicious meals, and lots of Minnesota nice. Come experience the Walleye capital of the world. Come experience Lake of the Woods. Catch the details at lakeofthewoodsmn.com How would you like this to be the sound of your alarm clock? The Lakeshore Kings have your chance to spend weekends and weekdays in lake country with the unique opportunity to own and operate your own resort. Birchhaven Resort on Birch Lake near Hackensack offers sunset views from its sandy beach and comfortable cabins. And it's on the market at an extremely reasonable price. Contact Steve Leary or Preston Peters of Exit Lakes Realty by visiting LakeshoreKings.com. That's LakeshoreKings.com. And begin your life at the lake today.
2: For outdoors enthusiasts, there's something to be said about paging through a glossy, eye-catching, engrossing magazine. Maybe it's an escape to the places that make the Northland great, or the amazing variety the region has to offer. So much more than just hunting and fishing. And that's Northland Outdoors Magazine, a coffee table quality quarterly set to debut this spring. Inside, discover the people, places, and things that encompass this outdoors mecca, with offerings from some of the top outdoors writers and photographers in the region. It's all yours, and at no charge. Subscribe for free at NorthlandOutdoors.com, and experience the
0: Northland like never before. You're listening to Northland Outdoors Radio.